When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four, five. SCNSA Breakfast, top five things we've learned. Well, I'm going to be quite specific today. This is the five things I learned about Port Adelaide across the weekend. So here we go. The first one was they were smashed in clearances on the weekend. It was just such a huge number. I got it here somewhere. It was 100 and, uh, sorry, clearances. 45 to 29. And at halftime, it was 29 to 12. So it was over doubled. In that second quarter, That uh, the run they went on where they kicked five goals, four of those goals originated from clearance. It was just a disaster. And Port Adelaide got a good midfield. But the thing about the midfield and clearances is structure is so important. And it had to be a structural thing that broke down. And now, yes, Green and Canelio and and uh, the big ruckman they all got you know multiple clearances, but there's a difference between just hacking the ball forward and teams running out of the front of stoppage and kicking it deep inside forward fifty. Port Adelaide weren't able to slow them down, weren't able to stop them. So that's a structural thing, and they had to be better than that. So I think that's something they just need to really look at because they got massively scored against 13 goals from stoppage the week before against Brisbane, but it didn't look like they were able to make that adjustment to Mm. stop that happening again. So that was one thing. The second thing was the midfield the last two weeks has been really bashed up. I've been so pumped up about Port Adelaide's midfield Rosie, Butters, Horn Francis, Wines, Drew. It's just it's been of such a massive uh bonus for them this year, but in the two big games where it mattered most, it, it fell apart. So what I take from that is the three jets in the midfield, Rosie twenty-three, Butters twenty-three, Horn Francis twenty. It just shows whilst they've improved out of sight, you know, Rosie two time all Australian now, Butters first time all Australian. Uh, Horn Francis at 20 years of age, just as enormous promise. And you mentioned Ollie Wines earlier this year saying he's being played out of position. Mm. Uh, and that kind of felt that way as well. Yeah, but, but what I was going to say, th- those three players have still got so much to learn. Mm. Think about when Christian Petrarca and those guys came into their own, Jack Viney. It's when they're 25, 26. So these guys have got still got upside to be able to continue to improve. And and the, the, the trouble that Port Adelaide had, and this is with Wines, you know, playing out of position on the weekend, he ended up on the wing again. If you want to have those jets in there, you can't have a Wines and a Drew and others because you've got those three gun players that sort of explode out of stoppage. What it might be is a little bit around balance. How do we, we can't have, maybe you can't have Rosie Butters and Horn Francis or two of those three in there too often because they're such attacking players and they want to get on the end of it. They get on the move, and if it doesn't go their way, they can potentially be out of position. So I don't know. That's can I ask you a question about that at. quickly? Do you think then um, Ollie should feel a little bit disgruntled that he's been squeezed out of that midfield to play on the wing because they're focusing on the other guys? And it's basically saying, hey, we're, we're kind of future-proofing the midfield here. Ollie, just go to the wing for a bit. If he's been played out of position and he said um, himself that it's mm. the worst season of football that, that he's played – 
Um, if he's playing in a position which isn't suited to him, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he's kind well, of just left, a, left a, out then. It's called team footy. Like the, the midfielders are the cream. He's a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. And then that year that he won the Brownlow medal, he got the play in the number one slot. Mm. And it's, we're hitting to you or we're going to you and, and that's fine. But guess what? There's more dynamic players now that use the ball better through the midfield. And that's everyone's lot. You know, if you look at, uh, pick a player, Miles Bergman, I reckon he'd be, would have be loved to be getting 25 possessions every week and playing wing or midfield. Do you see that changing though for Ollie Wines next year? Well, if they've got the focus on those three in the midfield, then Ollie should expect to be playing the exact same position next year, which means he will need to change the way he plays football to suit that team. Exactly right. And and this is why there's, you know, there's a school of thought that maybe if he's not going to be played in position, that it doesn't make much sense trying to make him a wing because he's not a wingman. Mm. So he's got to reinvent himself in another position. Uh, or, you know, is it is it worth him exploring his options somewhere else to, with a side that doesn't have a big-bodied midfielder where he's going to play, you know, the minutes in the midfield every week. Right now, he's, you know, his option, he's just slid, slid down the pecking order. Willem Drew is the other one that sort of squeezed him out because he's more versatile. Drew can tag Lockie Neal one week and then play a defensive role on Christian Petrarca the next week. question. Bix far out. You've got me mm. thinking now because that's almost an elephant in the room for Thursday because if that's the case, you would think that, Ollie's part of the conversation to be the skipper next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would need to have a think about what it looks where like. he's at. Mm. Let's keep going. That's um, a good one. Yeah. Fourth one, or this is the third one, I should say, is the um, depth was an issue on the weekend. I don't think anyone can deny that. When Port Adelaide started to hit some injury concerns and they had a number of injuries in similar spots, particularly down back, they just didn't have the players that were ready to step up. And now, you know, McKenzie, they had to, Rush Charlie Dixon back in. Lysette is battling all, all the way through. So they've got young players on their list. Um, Kyle Marshall is 201 centimetres, but he's a baby. Uh, we've seen Tom Scully is another one, 203 centimetres. Yeah. You know, he's 19 as well. They're, they're both teenagers. So they're big, tall, key defenders, key forward. I don't think they're going to play ruck, but they're just, they're big players. But they're, they're literally, their bodies aren't ready. We saw Ollie Lord come in and he did some nice things, particularly in the second half. Didn't touch the ball in the first half, but he responded a little bit in the second half. We've seen what he, he kicked four goals in a, in a losing final. So he's got huge potential. But right now, they they needed to get those players, that you know, the Zerk Thatcher, the, the Radigalia and those guys in because they have been really skinny on depth and they got injuries in the positions that they just didn't need. And Marshall was another one that just didn't look right in the last month of footy. So uh, that's another one there. And... And finally, I think I only end up with four, but it doesn't matter. Um, there's going to be significant remodeling. <laughs> <laughs> just, just work that out. <laughs> the top five, I've just got four. We're running out of time. Uh, significant remodeling next year. Like people say, oh, look, this is, you know, what are Port going to do? They've got to change. Well, there's, there's always going to be change. And, and this is just a quick sort of back of the napkin type look. It could be out, boat. Jonas, Lysette, Winnet, Cleary, Fantasia, Hayes, Bonner, Dumont. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's nine without even thinking too much. What do you do with Wines? Maybe Dersma. There's a couple of other players that will be looked at to, to maybe uh, sort of in, sort of instigate some movement and get players in. 
But this is what Port Adelaide fans have got to look at. You lose those guys, and that sounds harsh, but Jason Horn francis will be better next year. Miles Bergman will be better next year. Georgiades will come into the side. Lord will be better next year. You're hoping that players like Burgoyne and Sin and Pacini come into the side. Uh, and then you've got Radigalia, potentially Zerk Thatcher and Sweet. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players who can add to your team. So it's not all doom and gloom and the wheel keeps spinning. And once the, the emotion settles down, there's still a lot for Port Adelaide fans to look forward to next There's year. our Tuesday wash-up, the top four of the five things that we learned.